7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Good evening, welcome to the show. I am Tabiso Mosia and Liolom Kalipi is producing and Sylvester Komane is in technical again this evening. Only one story dominating the headlines and that is the story that's thrown the upcoming PSL season into disarray as many people have reported today. That's after the South South Gauteng High Court uh, overturned the ruling of advocate William Mokari who had found Ike's Cape Town guilty of fielding an ineligible player in Tendai Ndoro and docked them points which saw them being automatically relegated to the NFT they were also fined uh, but the decision has now been declared null and void and we'll speak to Veli Lambuli who was in court today as well as the PSL and Ajax to find out what will happen now uh, but firstly uh, there's also the FIFA World Cup Brazil were in action today and we'll go there shortly but let's go to Wimbledon to find out what happened today was the first day of action at Wimbledon and that's where we find our man uh, Simon Campus, who has been watching the action for us. I know Roger Federer was in action. Marin Celic was in action. There was also a big upset in the ladies' draw uh, today on the first day of, 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 of the Wimbledon Championships. And Simon Campus will tell us all about it. Uh, do we have Simon? Okay, we don't have Simon next. Okay, we're going to go to the World Cup then and to find out what happened in uh, the first match of the last 16s today. It was Brazil and Mexico and watching the action as usual, Mo Ali. Mo, good evening. Take us through today's match. Good evening to you, Tabi. So, yeah, well, the uh, last 16 curse striking Mexico again. It's the seventh successive tournament that they've gone out in the last 16. And uh, it was a tough game. But uh, in the end, uh, Brazil deserving their 2-0 victory, although Mexico had a few chances of their own. But the quality and class of uh, the Brazilians uh, just uh, shining through and they now go through to uh, meet the winners of this evening's game between uh, Japan and uh, Japan and Belgium but uh, the early goal coming uh, and the first goal in fact uh, coming after 51 minutes when it was William with a lovely run into the penalty area sliding the ball across the face of goal and uh, both Gabriel Jesus and uh, Neymar sliding towards it and uh, in the end it was Neymar just uh, getting it the last touch into the uh, inside the left and upright of the goal of Guillermo Ochoa, the Mexican goalkeeper who had a fantastic game this afternoon but uh, there was absolutely nothing he could do about uh, that first goal and then the uh, second, just uh, two minutes uh, from the end, it was Roberto Firmino coming on as a substitute, similar type of goal, this time it was Neymar that was the provider playing the ball across the face of goal and uh, Firmino, the Liverpool man, having the easiest of tasks of putting the ball into the back of the net to make it uh, 2-0 to Brazil a very good victory for Brazil and it should be an interesting quarter-final if in Indeed, it is uh, Belgium that goes through and that game will be played on Friday, Tabiso. Great stuff. Thank you very much. Mo Ali will catch up again with you uh, throughout the World Cup. We can't seem to uh, find a connecting line to Wimbledon today, but I can tell you that Roger Federer is through to the second round. He played um, earlier on uh, today and it was an easy win basically uh, for the for, for the Fed there. It looks like uh, Kevin Anderson um, is on court right now as we speak and I'll try and check the scores for you after this quick break. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. So since we can't get through to Wimbledon, let me give you some selected scores. Roger Federer, the top seed, beating Dusan Lajovic 6-1, 6-3 and 6-4. An easy passage for him then to the second round. Milos Raonic is also through. He won against uh, uh, Liam Brody 7-5, 6-11, 6-1. Also through uh, Sepi. Uh, Grigor Dimitrov is in action right now against Stan Vavrinka. Dimitrov won the first set 6-1. Vavrinka won the second 7-6. It is 6-all in the third. And also in action South Africa's uh, Kevin Anderson. He is uh, playing uh, Nobet Gombos and uh, Kevin Anderson won the first two sets 6-3 and 6-4 and uh, Gombos is 4-3 up in the in the third set. As I said, there was a big upset today in the ladies' uh, singles. Sloan Stevens, the American fourth seed, has been knocked out um, in the first round of Wimbledon. And uh, she lost uh, earlier today to Vekic, losing 1-6 and 3-6 Sloan Stevens. So that is the big story from Wimbledon. But the big story from here at home is uh, the what happened today at the South Gauteng High Court. Uh, Judge Denise Fisher over uh, turning and over 
overruling the verdict of wheelchair of advocate William Mokari, who had found Ice Cape Town guilty of fielding an ineligible player in Tenda Indoro. Velilembuli was in court today and is going to tell us exactly what this means and where we go from here. But before that, if you're not aware of what uh, the situation is, there's so much that's happened over the past couple of months. I can not blame you if you are confused about why we are here. Uh, let's get um, a report from Ovelile, who he filed, he filed it earlier today, just to give us background of, of, of what happened and, and, and uh, what led to this ve- verdict. The Ajax Andoro case against the PSL took another twist today when Judge Fisher ruled in favor of the Urban Warriors and set aside Advocate Mokari's arbitration award, which had relegated Ajax to the NFD. Judge Fisher ruled that Advocate Mokari didn't have the jurisdiction over this matter, since it involved an international transfer of Ndoro from Saudi Arabia to South Africa. The ruling means that Ajax have been restored back to the PSL. The points that were awarded to Platinum Stars, Supersport United and Pulukwane City are returned to Ajax, which moves them from the bottom of the log and automatic relegation back to 15th position. PSL legal representative Dennis Sibui was shell-shocked at today's outcome. Yes, no, that's correct. So we as uh, PSL, we need to study the judgment and then from there, you know, depending on the the reasons given in the judgment, then we'll decide uh, the way forward. But obviously she is indicated that the matter should be referred to our FIFA player status commit. So the matter is likely to go there. But I mean, we need to read the judgment and that's all. And thank you guys. We spoke to the SAFA legal head, Debo Komotante, on the possible next step. What it put us is that uh, now FIFA, because it's a court order now, and uh, the association has always taken the stance of respecting court orders of this country, you know, whether it's a regional dispute or whoever has a dispute. So, so the matter will be taken to FIFA Player Status Committee. As you know, the right procedures, member association, uh, which is suffer in this uh, point, should receive uh, the request from any of the parties and proceed to the Player's uh, Status Committee, where the single judge will take a decision. We, we, we do believe that it will be agent, and uh, this matter will be resolved before the start of the league. Vel Lembuli, SABC Sport, South Gauteng High Court in Johannesburg. So that's what happened in court today, and the man is here with us in studio. Good evening, Veli Lambuli. Thank you uh, for joining us. You've been following uh, this th- this case for a long time. Aren't you exhausted? No, 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 no. Uh, in fact, uh, I was not happy when uh, the current leg uh, under Judge Fisher started whilst I was still in Russia because <laughs> uh, I was like, hey, you know, this thing of sitting here and watching <laughs> the World Cup, and here's the case that I started working on, and it's continuing. So... Um, it was good that I was back there today. Uh, I missed out on the critical uh, part mm-hmm. where there were arguments between the two parties. I think they argued for two days, um, two, two weeks ago. But yeah, I mean, I've seen from Judge Sutherland, uh, Judge Unterhalter, and now Judge Fisher. Um, looks like uh, <laughs> this case has no good, has got no end yet. So tell us, what does this verdict mean? Does it mean Ajax are now number 15 and everybody else goes back to their original positions? Well, Tabiso, the order is simple. Uh, the order says um, Advocate William Mukari's uh, arbitration award has been set aside. Uh, and also that only the FIFA Player Status Committee has got uh, jurisdiction over this matter. So it's been referred to the FIFA Player Status Committee. In the same way, um, in the same way that the arbitrator's award from um, advocate Nasir Kasim had said uh, two months ago. So, I mean, what was contained in the arbitrator's award? It was docking of points relegating Ajax straight to NFD. So if that is set aside, it simply means that Ajax still keeps its nine points that was t- taken away from them. And um, also, they are ret- yeah, they returned to their original position uh, before this until the FIFA Player Status Committee mm. or any other uh, next uh, tribunal rules otherwise. Now, what will make the FIFA's 
player status committee deal with this matter when initially after the ruling of advocate Kasim, as you said, they sent it back to South Africa to say the South African authorities must deal with it? I did ask this question today to advocate uh, Motlande, uh, who is the head of legal aid, Safa, exactly the same question because um, you've been uh, through this uh, before and the FIFA um, people referred this back to South Africa to, uh, saying the South African football uh, platforms uh, or, or authorities are competent enough to deal with this matter. Uh, so I felt uh, with, the, the, with the arbitrator, the arbitration, remember, it is still the suffer leg yes. because you, 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 there's a, a, a DRC or the, uh, a DC at PSL. Um, if you want to take the case further, then you appeal to suffer. But then uh, you can go straight to arbitration um, and which is where Safa comes in because they appoint the arbitrator uh, for, for for this leg of the tribunal. So now uh, it's going to be very interesting. So I did ask Utebza, um, and Tebuho was saying because there's a court order, now things could be different. Mm. Uh, because there's a court order that is compelling uh, FIFA to look into this, uh, that would also be if the PSL doesn't decide to appeal uh, today's uh, court outcome there in court. So also there's the, the, the issue of time here, Tabiso, because we're exactly a month away uh, from the kickoff of the new season, 2018-2019. Hence I say this court outcome today uh, by Judge Fisher, it throws the plans of the PSL into disarray because already a draft of fixtures for the new season has been sent to the, uh, to, to the clubs and also to the broadcasters for comments so that maybe by next week or this week the fixtures can be released so we can all plan for the new season. And I saw Black Leopards have also released their fixtures because as far as they're concerned, they are in the Absa Premiership next season after winning the playoffs which have now, it seems like they've been declared null and void. But talking about the PSL, in your report that we played earlier on, you say the PSL was shell-shocked by this decision. Take us through their reaction in court today. I don't think it's a, a decision that the PSL was expecting. You will recall ever since this whole uh, thing started uh, around Ndoro. Uh, the only leg that the PSL has lost, um, it was the DRC, and uh, the PSL Dispute Resolution Chamber. From there, they won the arbitration uh, from uh, Dr. Nasim Kasim, uh, Nasir Kasim's uh, arbitrator. The arbitration they won there, and then IX, uh, they seek to set aside that review um, with, I think it was the uh, Judge Sutherland and also they also tried to to also get um, Ndoro to be allowed to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also failed there. Then there was Judge Untahata uh, who was also ruling the, on the issue of Paja as well. Uh, even there, uh, the PSL won. So up until then, things have been going their way. So I don't think this is something that they were expecting. Even though uh, I I've raised this before, uh, Tabi, so to say, I was not entirely sure about the docking of points uh, from Ajax and giving them to a Platinum Stars, including a win, when Platinum Stars had not protested uh, in the field of play. Mm-hmm. And uh, equally, uh, I'm still not convinced that even though Orlando Pirates had withdrawn their protest, uh, that Orlando Pirates are not given the points, and those points are not deducted from Ajax because Ndoro, if he's deemed to have been eligible, ineligible to play, uh, yes, like uh, Advocate Mukari ruled, why were those points of Orlando Pirates not given to Orlando Pirates, and why were they not expunged uh, from Ajax Cape Town? So it is not just a case of uh, some points that are only for Ajax Cape Town, that everything should uh, also go in the favor of Ajax Cape Town. So there were just some few areas that I didn't understand around uh, advocate uh, William Mukari's uh, outcome. Now the PSL has since released a statement today to say that they are starting the ju- judgment basically in those big words. That's what they're saying or they're saying they're applying their minds as is the norm in this country. But their statement says the, there was no verdict on whether the play- playoff should be declared null and void or not. You were in court today. Is this also your understanding of the ruling? Tabiso, uh, I can give you the ruling and you read it for yourself. Uh, if the judge there the, in the order, if the judge uh, she's saying 
um, the arbitrator's award is set aside? What was contained in the, in the, in the arbitrator's award? Is it not the docking of points? Uh, is it not the relegation of extra to NFT? So what else? What else can this mean? Well, the PSL has technically lost the case here. Let's also not forget that because they had appealed the initial decision of the PSL DRC, which had found a no, no wrongdoing in Ix's part to field Tendai Ndoro. Is the PSL left with egg on their faces here, Veli Lambul? I think uh, it's still too early to tell um, about that one because remember this matter is now being referred um, back to a FIFA player status committee where there's a single judge and uh, which for me, um, according to according to the NSL handbook, when you look at um, article 29, um, point yeah twenty nine point two point two on the jurisdiction over the status disputes. It does say there that any dispute regarding the status of a player involved in an international transfer will be settled by the FIFA Player Status Committee. So, I didn't understand when Advocate Norman Arense tried to contest at uh, this point in court the other time. Uh, this is where this issue should have been in the first place. This is where Advocate Kasim had referred this matter to in the first place. The only thing is that Ajax this time, they wanted this to go to the FIFA Play States to go, Status Committee, but then they wanted Advocate Kasim's ruling uh, to also be set aside in court. So the consistency here, even from Ajax for me, this is why I'm questioning it. So that's why... You know, I can't wait uh, to see this matter going to the FIFA Player Status Committee because Tabiso, Article 5.3 uh, in the FIFA Status is very clear that a player is allowed to play for two clubs um, if those two in the same season, uh, if those two clubs uh, happen to be in the same season calendar. But if the player is in an overlapping season, um, he can play for the third club. But in this case, the Saudi Arabian club operates in the same season calendar with the PSL. So Tendai Ndoro um, is a defaulter. Having said that, I pulled out a tweet earlier today from the 13th of April 2018 where Ajax tweeted breaking news. FIFA Player Status Committee agrees with Ajax's view that they do not have jurisdiction on the Tendai Ndoro matter and refer the matter back to the competent authorities in South Africa. So back in April... Ajax also thought that the player status committee shouldn't have a, a view on this matter, but obviously you can understand now. But 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 today Ajax is uh, celebrating that they've won in yeah. court, and uh, what they've won uh, technically is, is is saying something different to what they were saying there, yes. and they are celebrating that. So what are they going to celebrate? Are they going to celebrate what they had written back then that FIFA cannot rule on this, because the judge is saying only the FIFA player status committee uh, can rule on this matter. Well, we're hoping to speak to them also. We'll speak to the PSL shortly, uh, but let's just uh, remind you uh, that you are listening to SAFM Spot On. We are talking to Veli Lambuli about this uh, this uh, matter involving Ajax Cape Town and Tendai Indoro and a whole lot of other clubs also that Veli will tell us um, about. If you want to add to the conversation, 0891 Our SMS line is 40938. WhatsApp 061 Hashtag SAFM Spot On. And please don't be like this person that's SMS me and say please we don't care about SA Hong Kong soccer be nice come on now it's a big story for a lot of people for the majority of people in this country and if you're gonna have the the balls to say that also have the balls to put out your name on the SMS hashtag action against poverty, poverty. inspire change and make every day a Mandela day I have fought against white domination and I have fought against black domination. I have cherished the idea of a democratic and free society in which all persons will live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. SAFM says stand up and play your part to contribute to Mandela Day for the betterment of the country. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Table Mountain. Now let's get back to the conversation. Before we speak to the PSL of Valilia, I mentioned that there are a whole lot of other clubs involved here. You spoke to a people, you spoke to the fans of Ajax, you spoke to a branch from Am- Amazulu. Tell us about the other clubs that also have an interest um, in this case and why. 
Yeah, uh, interestingly, I spoke to different clubs today, mm. uh, and some of them uh, should, must remain. <laughs> okay, of the record. Of the record, and uh, it's very interesting uh, because you will remember that when Advocate Mukare ruled on this, uh, it also meant that uh, Super Sport United. Um, a team that had finished outside the top eight, uh, they would then replace Amazulu um, in, in in the top eight. But today's outcome means that Amazulu is back where they belong according to the results uh, from last season. And then you also have um, teams that were also involved in the playoffs as well. Because when something happens that uh, the playoffs are declared null and void, it then means that they are suddenly interested in them. But the challenge now, Tabiso, is that most of these clubs, they've released players. And uh, a team like Ajax, uh, f- for instance, they had a number of players on loan. So those players, they've returned to their parental clubs. And also, you've got players that have been released as well. Remember, most uh, of the players, their contracts expire on the 30th of June. So today being the 2nd of, of July, uh, it then means that uh, there are also new players uh, that have been signed or they are still proving to sign. And, and also even the mode as well in different teams. Some teams, they are in the f- initial stages of um, a pre-season. Yeah. So they are not ready uh, to even go and play if you are saying, um, let's go back and play. But hence, um, I think this one requires leadership from the PSL. And I trust that uh, their, their leadership will look into this thing. And even maybe if there's a possibility and trying to find a political solution, Tabiso, because the reality is that if you've got a, a FIFA PSC involved and possibly we uh, any party that is aggrieved by the outcome from the PSC, if there's no not going to be an appeal to uh, this court judgment from today, that party can also go to the court of arbitration for sport. I did say this in April to say I don't see this case resolved until this month. And now, the way it is dragging, I'm telling you, by the time Bafana Bafana is supposed to resume the AFCON qualifiers in the first week of September, we could be still be talking about this. There's also a huge money swing here because there's a huge difference if you finish 11th and if you finish 8th as far as positions, finishing positions are concerned and also getting into the top 8 because you're guaranteed 800,000 if you are in it. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that is also another uh, uh, critical point as well. And also now you are also bringing uh, the issue of the sponsors uh, into the same space now. Because remember, uh, in the second week of next month, that's also when we're supposed to start with an, uh, the MTN8. And a week before that, the APSA Premiership is also supposed to start. And also even the broadcasters already, uh, they've done their plannings as well. So, because you can also not rely on this FIFA PSC and also the Court of Arbitration for Sport. We've seen previously how they can drag some of these cases. Remember the case uh, where some NFD clubs were taking the PSL to the Court of Arbitration for Sport? It took a very long time to resolve. Well, let's hear from one of the affected clubs, Amazulu. Uh, their coach, Kevin Johnson, spoke to SABC Sport. One minute they were in the top eight, the next minute they were out of the top eight, and they've been interested spectators um, during this uh, court period. The other thing is, uh, you know, because it's an administration affair, I, 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 I say what I want to say on the TV as far as the, 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 the game is concerned yeah. on the pitch. But uh, I'm sure the club will, will, will release a press statement regarding uh, the, the, the administration part of this whole thing, if that makes sense. Okay, that's the first part of Kevin Johnson. Let's hear the rest. Look, I think as, as, as a club, uh, yes, I am pleased as, 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 as a football coach because I thought uh, the number one thing was that my players had put in the shift during the, during the, the, the campaign. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, for us to go out initially, I thought was, 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 was not fair. But uh, courts are courts and they rule against us. Uh, they rule for us. They rule for Ajax, in fact, we had nothing to do with it. We just had to be along the way and, 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 and show, our, show our, our intent going forward. Look, uh, initially, I think when the first, the first court hearing was heard, I think the, 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 the lawyers or the judges did uh, uh, forewarn the, the, the whole institution that, guys, 
if this thing is, is if you want to carry on to the playoffs, so be it. But if I rule differently, then that means the playoffs are null and void. I think that was reported within yeah. the papers. Well, that was the Amazulu coach, Kevin Johnson there. Let's now speak to the PSL about this matter. And we're joined on the line by the head of stakeholder relations, Connie Mutsumi. Connie, good evening and thank you very much for finding time to speak to us on SAFM. Uh, good evening, Tariso, and thank you for having me. We've never spoken to you on this show before, but just for the benefit of the listeners, uh, since we always speak to Lux, please just explain your role and what it entails. My role entails, entails communications and stakeholder management, which is uh, looking after the interests of the PSL and all its stakeholders, which includes you as the media. So it also includes the club. It also includes the supporters. Um, and it also includes government. So it's quite, as you know, the stakeholders are people who are interested in the affairs of the PSL, whether perceived or real. Mm. And now we're talking about this tender Indoro Ike's matter. How does it affect the stakeholders? Is this is this an embarrassing situation for the PSL? I wouldn't say it's an embarrassing situation. It's, an, it's a concerning situation given the fact that um, all parties are interested in this matter and specifically uh, the clubs affected, but also the PSL itself. So, um, you know, the fact that we note it and the fact that it has reached the level that it has, of course, the, you know, the law has to take its course, but um, what we note is that obviously after this, then uh, legal opinions and legal advisors would actually speak to the executive committee and say what is the way forward. So, um, you know, to say it's embarrassing, no, I wouldn't say so because I think nothing is embarrassing. It's, it's administration, it's uh, football, it is um, obviously people's interests and we um, also, things were followed and uh, things were done. Um, arbitration, you know the case. You know how it happened. And um, But uh, remember, IX is one of us. So we don't come out and say, you know, it's embarrassing or it's exciting or whatever. It's, it's noted. That's what it is. Mm. A lot of people have been saying it's been poorly <coughs> handled from the beginning, especially after the PSL appealed the PSL DRC's verdict that it found no wrongdoing in Ike's Fielding Ndoro. Do you agree with this? What's your response to this sentiment? Again, I wouldn't hold an opinion on that uh, because, you know, football is a football is a business of opinions. People have can say things about even a goal, can say things about a, an offside that wasn't an offside or a penalty that wasn't awarded. So we know that. But we respect the, the fact that um, we are on top of people's minds, and um, but you don't want to be on top of people's mi- minds for the wrong things. So whether it, this was wrong or not, there are rules within the football, I mean, within the PSL as well, and uh, the handbook is very clear on certain things. So I think it's only fair for all parties concerned. Um, yes, of course, I'm sure IFC is excited because they have been awarded this. But in terms of the legal advisors, they would give us another version of of the story if it's different. And if it's accepted, well, so be it. Then the executive committee will actually inform the public of what the next step would be. Mm-hmm. At the time of the PSL appeal, what is it exactly that the PSL was not happy about with the PSL DRC verdict that it cleared IX? Um, you know, I can't remember the external intricacies, but I remember the reality of the the three clubs that were involved. I mean, the fielding of a player that had played for three different leagues in one season. So that was, I think, one uh, three clubs or three uh, you know, so that that's the whole issue. But I can't remember. I don't want to go into the details. I'm not a lawyer, you know. So I read it and I understood it at the time. And I think that was more than two, three months ago, I think, which obviously um, other events have taken over, like the FIFA World Cup right now. Mm. The other question that's common and people still asking today is, why was Tendai Ndoro registered by the league? And actually, how did he get onto the field when the FIFA rules prohibit a player for playing for three clubs in one season? And people want to know, why did PSL allow this to happen? What's your response? I wouldn't want to comment on that because, again, given the fact that we are still noting the verdict itself of this, it makes me part of the case and I wouldn't want to do that because it would be wrong of me to respond as to what what happened at the time, then I'm taking the case back to a personal opinion or what people expect me to respond. And unfortunately, I can't, I cannot at this moment. I, I'm just trying to, uh, uh, just to make the people understand why Tendai Ndoro was registered by the PSL. When- um, look, again, because the case is still a case and it happened, um, let's all read and wait 
and let's hear the lawyers tell us why they saw, they saw it's wrong or they saw that it was right. So the unfortunate thing, I know you want an answer, but unfortunately I had to stick to what I believe that right now I cannot get into the merits or the demerits of the case, if there are any. Okay, I've also got Velile Mbuli in studio. He wants to clarify this from his side. Velile, go ahead. Yeah, no, my understanding is that at the time, um, because I think it's, it's something we can deal with, at the time, uh, Ndoro signed uh, with Ajax Cape Town. He had only played for two clubs. Uh, yeah. and, and, and remember, the PSL is not wrong to register somebody who, who has played, but the onus is also on the club. Um, to know that, okay, he's played for two clubs and these two clubs play in the same season calendar. But it's going to become a problem if he plays for the third club. Mm. And at that time when the PSL is registering him, uh, they're also of the view that the club is aware of the danger that, mm. that is coming. So Because they understand the rules. Yes. So 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 that is the point here. But the only question that I've always had and uh, when I ask mm. people at the PSL I've never uh, been given a satisfactory answer to this is that did you at least highlight this to the club to say hey you are registering that was my him next question. yes yes but in terms of registering him uh, they are within their rights they are within their rights that is very clear the PSL yeah. did nothing <clears throat> wrong in registering Tenda Indora because the rules say you can register for three clubs it's very clear mm-hmm. it's in black and white but as Velile says uh, now when you registered the player did you warn Ike that they run the risk of fielding an ineligible player if they filled him well the thing is uh, the rules are very clear on that so if the club itself and again I would not want to say they, they didn't know or they don't know or they knew that's there for them to answer that. But the reality is that if the rules are saying this and somebody says, I read it this way, then it's up to us to now debate that dis- that, dis- that decision. But I hear you, Velile, and, uh, you know, the unfortunate part is that because of the way the, the sensitivity of the case right now mm. that it is at, it becomes tricky for me to even give you um, an answer because I would have to go back and find out if who did that. And if so, then it's obviously a, a legal matter of, where I would be, I don't want to be quoted tomorrow that I had said somebody highlighted that or didn't highlight it. So that's the unfortunate part, and I know you would want the listeners to have a clarification, but the the easiest way is that let's wait for after this, when the executive committee has met and has sought legal opinion on this, whether we proceed with anything, or maybe we are not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, that's what it is. It, it be, you know, it's quite easy for for you and I to have a discussion separately and say, maybe Connie highlighted it, but maybe Connie didn't. Mm. And Ajax can say, but she didn't. So it it becomes unfair on the club and it becomes unfair on the listeners to give them misleading information right now when I don't really have it at hand. Okay, so so what's the next step now, Connie, after today's uh, ruling? For, from well, the PSL, the, obviously. Um, the PSL com- executive committee will meet and then they will obviously seek uh, legal opinion on this based on the judgment and mm-hmm. then after having studied it with our legal advisors and then they will then inform us mm-hmm. and, and, um, you know, what are the next steps to follow because you can imagine, um, you know, the heads are spinning and people are wondering, are we going to have 18 clubs? Are we going to have 16 clubs? What's going to happen to this club? What's not going to happen to this club? And, I don't have the answers right now, and I was just making sure that, you know, we're not hiding somewhere. We're just coming out and saying we noted it, um, and then we will take advice. As as head of the uh, the stakeholders, um, yeah, we are all also a month away. Uh, from the new season, and you deal a lot sure. with, the, with the sponsors as well. Uh, this must be uh, very concerning, and I'm sure you've been fielding um, questions not just from the media, uh, but also from your partners. Yeah, sure, but they haven't really. I'm sure they are, um, you know, they will probably post tomorrow because this happened this afternoon. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, you are the first part of line where the, the other interested parties, who are the other stakeholders, not only from the partners, but also the listeners who want to know what does this mean for our football, as they call it, and which is really rightly so. You know, football people call it ours, and I also do call it ours. So um, we obviously taking an advice uh, from the owners of football and 
taking it from them to say, what do we do now? What do we say? Um, yes, it, it is interesting times indeed um, on stakeholder management because people think that uh, stakeholder management is just dealing with a particular party or just a par- uh, having an event that's, that's <laughs> a output of something. But you really deal with it. It's not only it's not a crisis, but you have to inform your interested parties, and all stakeholders are stakeholders have to be noted with uh, interest to see how you communicate with them because there could be a different message for a supporter, but there's a different message for a sponsor. Mm. There's equally a different message that I would like you to inform the the, the, the general public. Are you open to the suggestion of 18 teams that the general public has been talking about today <laughs> to, to make things easier for everyone? <laughs> That's not for me to say I'm open. As but you, you mentioned know, it. I'm equally employed. <laughs> you mentioned okay. it. Okay. And then finally, Connie, <laughs> a, a lot of people had also said that the playoffs should not have gone ahead until this matter was decided. Why did the PSL insist on the playoffs going ahead? Well, that's also not for me. I mean, you know that we that happened at the Board of Governors meeting. So, again... Uh, board of Governors is all clubs concerned. So it's not a decision of one person who decides and who insists on a particular matter. It is a matter of the Board of Governors and what the rules are saying and the timing of the playoffs. So the reality is that happened. Now we need to deal with what is right now and how do we then move forward from there. Okay, Kodimutsumi, PSL Head of Stakeholder Relations. Thank you very much for agreeing to uh, speak to us um, on this matter on SAFM. Thank you, Tariso. Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. Okay, call us please 0891-104-207 if you want to weigh in on what you've heard and what's happening here. SMS line 40938, WhatsApp 0614104107, hashtag SAFM Sport On. We do have Ike's Cape Town on the line. Uh, the CEO, Mr. Arif Stathio, joins us on the line. Mr. Stathio, thank you very much for, for agreeing to speak to us and welcome to SAFM. Good evening, Tapiso. Good evening to everybody that's listening. And uh, nice to have, you on, to have you on your show. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question that I asked the PSL because we couldn't get a lot of answers. But do you think the playoffs should have gone ahead firstly or they should have waited until this matter was sorted? We uh, they should have waited. And we argued that on the 15th uh, in front of Judge Knightley where we insisted that it would not be the right thing for the playoffs to go on. Um, and with, re- with respect, the PSL said, uh, argued that they should carry on. And if for some reason we won the arbitration hearing, they would make, they would come to some sort of arrangement. That was in front of Judge Knightley. So I don't agree with the PSL at all. The PSL also released a statement today. Just explain to us the relief that you were seeking that was granted in court today. Does it mean the playoffs are null and void? Because according to the PSL, there's no decision on this. Well, again with, uh, again, with respect to the PSL, I think they're twisting the story. Uh, the judge basically ruled that the arbitration hearing was set aside, which basically means as if it, it was not existing, it's, uh, as if it never happened. And if that never happened, that means we were, uh, I escaped down, were in 15th position and entitled to play the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we can twist the story any way we want to, but uh, the bottom line is, that we are sitting in 15th, 15th position and haven't had an opportunity to contribute or participate in the playoffs. Okay, that's how we how we understood it too, as, as well as Veli Lembuli who was in court uh, today. Are you celebrating today, Ari, or are you cautious and will wait for the FIFA player status committee to decide or will wait to see if anybody appeals this ruling? You know, I don't think it's a matter of celebrating. I think it's a matter of seeing, feeling vindicted on our, on, on our argument that we... we we always believed that we were correct. We always felt that uh, Arbitrator Mokari's uh, arbitration ruling wasn't run correctly and it was uh, shouldn't have been held at all. Uh, and that's exactly what the judge said today, that he didn't have jurisdiction. And it's just a pity that it's taken another two months for us to be able to get to that point. It has been extremely difficult for us. We've had uh, a squad of players that has come in early from their holiday. They didn't have a proper holiday. They're not sure if they're playing in the NFD. They're not sure if they're playing in playoffs. They're not sure if they're playing in the PSL. We've had to work on their mental capacity to make sure that they keep uh, their heads straight. And it's just, it's not fair that we've been put in this position. This could have been dealt with in a much easier, easier way if 
be dealt, had been dealt with correctly. Yes, and Valele mentioned that you've, you, 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 you could be releasing some players, you got rid of other players because you don't know where you stand. From today now, how are you approaching training now? How, how, how is the mood? Well, we're not changing our, our, our mood at all in any way because we still don't know where we stand, to be very frank with you. Um, as far as we're concerned, we've won the case, uh, this, this part of the case, but we're not sure what the PSL is going to decide. So we've got to carry on at this point as if we're going to play in the playoffs. That's the, the, the position that we feel that we're comfortable with. Um, and if the PSL rules differently or if anything else happens differently, we, we should be prepared for any occasion. Having said that, we pulled a, a tweet of you from the 13th of April uh, 2018 when Ajax said FIFA Player Status Committee agrees with Ajax's view that they do not have jurisdiction on the 10-9 matter and refer the matter back to the competent authorities in South Africa. What's different now? Because now it goes back to the FIFA Player Status Committee. Well, you know, after that, after that tweet, we were in court in front of Judge Unterhalter, if you recall. I think it was yes. on the 14th of May. I'm, I might have my dates a little bit twisted. And he ruled that the PSC had jurisdiction. So it was irrelevant what we thought, or it was irrelevant what the PSL thought. Oh. Uh, the bottom line is a judge in the high court ruled that the PSC had uh, jurisdiction. And to allow uh, arbitrator Mokari to deal with the matter uh, was not correct. So and uh, we've been vindicated with that, with that uh, uh, view. And you would now like this matter to go to the FIFA Players Status Committee, Ari? Well, if that's what needs to happen for us to get a solution, then that's what must happen. I mean, we can't argue what the high, two high court judges have said. So whether we thought differently or whether the PSL... Remember, initially, we went to the DRC because uh, that's where we felt we should have gone. Yep. Because that was where player status issues get handled. Uh, the PSL then argued at that point that we should go to the PSC. We at that point didn't didn't agree with them, and we won the DRC case, and that's why we kept on playing uh, um, Doro. Um, and then uh, Advocate Kasim disagreed with us and said we would go to the PSC. But twice uh, the league tried to go to the PSC and they got rebuffed. Um, so and then they changed their tune and then. Uh, at the, at the last court hearing, the, the, the league basically said that uh, they didn't think that we needed to go to the PSC, so they changed uh, track, if I may say. So, Ari, going straight to CAS, could this be an option, seeing that the FIFA PSC um, has been reluctant to deal with this matter? Where does CAS come in? I don't understand. No, no, no. I'm saying going straight to Court of Arbitration for Sport. Could it be an option saying oh, that twice? Yeah, yes, CAS, yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think it's an option. I'm not too sure, but I, I don't think it's an option because, uh, again, the judge says we've got to go to the PSC, and that's where we need to go. Finally, Ari, you were cleared by the PSL DRC. Then the PSL went on to go appeal the DRC's decision. A lot of people have been slamming the PSLs uh, or how poorly they've handled this matter. What's your overall view? I think it could have been handled differently, to be honest. I mean, we now, uh, I think the first time this thing came up was around the 25th, 26th of January. We're now into the um, beginning of July. Uh, and uh, the PSL has been putting a lot of the blame on us in delaying the matter. But I think uh, both sides have had issues with regards to their timing. But uh, uh, most definitely this thing should have been dealt much sooner and not allow uh, the arbitrator to make a decision on the points deduction after the last game was played and uh, everybody knew exactly what the position was. It's not not, uh, correct for that to happen. Finally, can you explain to us, do you understand why you were docked points when initially you were cleared to fill 10 Doro and you played him? <laughs> I don't think, it's not clear for me, but obviously uh, um, on Advocate Mokari's side, uh, he felt that he was going to dock us all those points. Uh, uh, and obviously the judge didn't agree with him. And uh, uh, Well, she didn't actually disagree with him. She didn't even go into those me- the merits of that, that discussion. She just basically said that he didn't have jurisdiction to even listen to his uh, to the complaint and to these listen to the uh, issue of whether Tindan Doro was eligible to play or not. Arif Stathio, thank you for joining us on SAFM. Uh, we don't know where it's going to go now. We also can't get clarity from the PSL. They're still applying their minds and studying the judgments, but I'm sure we'll be in touch again soon. Thank you very much.
For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Let me go to the line. Sorry for keeping you all waiting. Erastus in Vedbank, I'll start with you. Thank you. What's your comment? My brother and uh, your guest and the listeners. Look, yes. it's embarrassing, first of all, for the PSL to uh, try to appeal next door. Initially, when the decision was made by the DRC, they were supposed to go straight to the highest committee to get the decision so that they can make a ruling in that. Earlier, I think when this matter started to boiling, I heard IS saying the way they did get a, a clearance to go ahead from the PSL to continue fielding in Doro. They did. And if that is the case, if the PSL did give them something to say, here it is in place and not fill this player. PSL, they start with this thing, they're going to have to have more teams in the, in the, in the what you call, in the PSL. Because really, this is so, 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 so embarrassing. Yeah, they were cleared of any wrongdoing by the DRC and they were told they can yes. field Indora, but the PSL always comes back and says that the DRC is independent from the PSL, even though it's known as the PSL uh, DRC. Let's go to Eric in Pulukwane. Eric? Good evening. Yes, Eric? My name is Eric Mundlek from Pulukwane. Yes, sir. Yes. So, I think Ajax had a case, particularly uh, after the Pivas Stars case. When the was starts from the ABC, the big outfit was actually found guilty, and they appointed the dog, but were not awarded to, to, the other their, teams. to their, their fellow teams that, teams that are playing in the same league with them. That is basically what I wanted to indicate. And so I think uh, when I read uh, on the fourth of June, when I read one of the media statements by Exceptor, I heard Aristotle indicating that. This has never. This judgment was never ever handed down before in in his kind of uh, involvement in football before. Yeah, good that good point. Because that's yeah, also so what boosted Ajax's argument. Because Piva, as you mentioned, uh, I think they were fielding an ineligible player in six matches. They were docked the points, but like you're saying, they were not given uh, to to the other team. And that's also what Ajax were questioning. Thanks, Eric. Uh, James and Johan is back. Hey, how are you? Fine, and you, James. I'm fine. Quickly, you know, uh, I think uh, Safa needs to take blame for what is happening because they've outsourced the running of professional league in South Africa completely. The FA has got the Premier League in England, but most of the decisions that have got to do with disciplinary registration of the players and all that are still the main uh, 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 responsibilities of the FA. We need to have they need to come and help our soccer because what's happening now is very bad. And, and lastly, Ajax Cape Town uh, admin and PSL admin are very bad because they should have been able to put them the sign that they should have been able to move the last team. Okay, James, James, I'm losing you there. I'm losing you there, but I've got a bit of what you're saying. But Velila doesn't agree with you on Safa. Velila, why? The FA runs the league. Mm-hmm. Um, the Premier League in England, it runs the league, and the FA runs the amateur side of it. Um, it's called even an administration that runs the league. So it's more along the lines. Uh, it's more along the lines uh, of what we have here um, at, at at home. But, but Safa doesn't run the Premier Soccer League. The Absa Premiership, and I think that's what he's saying. The Premier Soccer League is not run by Safa. I think that's what he's saying. He's trying to no, say no, that no. Even, there but are two even centers there, of power. Yeah, even there, even there um, in, in England, it's, it's different. I know that uh, mostly here in Africa, you've got different FAs that run the league themselves. Um, but there's always been this point that it's, it's also just like even on, on, on the issue of uh, club licensing. Now, if you're saying the PSL should implement the club licensing, are you saying the clubs should police themselves? Okay, let's go to KGM in Cape Town. KGM, what's your comment? Thank you for calling us. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening to the listeners. And thanks for taking my call. Look, um, for me, I go back to the basics. This is a legal matter. That's why we're talking legal uh, matters. Uh, Where was and where is our footballing body's legal mind? I think I think that's where we need to to get to the bottom of. The second point is the same way that we make noise about our country's constitution. The likes of, with due respect, uh, the likes of a few BOGs, 
Dr. Koza, Dr. Mataung, and so forth. When when they got that huge, the first huge incentive with the partnership with, with, with uh, MNET, they talked about how our I mean our seat is the best in the continent and one of the best in the world. Now I, I was I was a bit concerned at the time because we had not been tested like like incidents like these they test us. Now this this should have been a simple advice from our legal uh, fundies to say let's take. Uh, Safa's constitution. Let's take all the constitutions. Let's look at the law. Yeah, well, well, my, my, I know the PSL legal departments have been slammed uh, previously, even on this show, and we even invited the PSL to come and talk about this. And for me, my biggest gripe here, which which I highlighted from the beginning of this case, I wasn't even on this radio station, um, it was the fact that the head of legal at the PSL, Michael Murphy, is his firm also represents clubs. And in this case, they also represented Ike's Cape Town. In this case, his firm represented Ike's Cape Town and is also the head of legal in the PSL. Now, if you tell me there's no conflict of interest here, uh, then really I should be behind this mic because I don't understand how the legal system works. William, from the Free State, I'll give you the last word. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. Uh, good evening. Uh, uh, um, I think I'm more interested in trying to find a solution in the whole matter. I think uh, South Africa is, is known to have uh, uh, solutions to find uh, when there are complex uh, uh, situations like this one. We had Codessa, and uh, this this problem that we are facing now, I think we, it will need a, a soccer uh, Codessa. But part of the solution should be the leadership at SAFA and the leadership at, uh, at uh, PSL must just they removed. They must step step down. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. They are not running the soccer well as they should. They should be running it. So, just to find a solution, you know. Is that finding like a solution now, or taking accountability? Yes, they are not taking accountability. So they need to take and accountability. It, Okay. Oh, William, oh, I think it's gone. Okay, William says they need to take accountability. Should heads roll here, Velilambuli? You've got the last word. Well, time will tell. Um, time will tell. But I think the problem is that um, if the PSL decides to continue fighting this legally, uh, it's got the potential for me um, to also stop the season from kicking on time. Cooking off on time, so uh, this is the only worry. And remember, Bafana uh, Bafana rely mainly on the local based players, and Bafana um, Bafana has got a crucial uh, Afcon Cup qualifier against Libya in the first weekend of September. So, if we're talking about the league having not kicked off mid August or even by the end of August, then it means that um, we're in danger of going with uh, a team that is unfit to the Afghan qualifiers in Durban um, on the first weekend of September against Libya. SABC Senior Sports Reporter Vili Lambuli, thank you for joining us in studio to uh, help us with this conversation since you followed this court proceedings from the first day. Uh, that's it from me. It's not it from, from this case. I'm sure there's a whole lot that we're still going to hear um, about and we'll see what the PSL decides to do. Up next, Mr. Ashraf Gada and today's big hitter, Vusi Tembegoya, which means I need to rush to my car because I don't want to miss a word of what this man um, has to say. Uh, thank you. My name is Tabiso Mosia. Thank you, Loyolo. And thank you to Sylvester Komane in Tech. Technical news is up next.